dissolved the council permanently. Last remnants of the old republic have been swept away. Hello there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and all of whom are loved and welcome in this space. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me, as always, are my beloved co-hosts, Nikki and Claire. Well, how to do? How is everyone? It's the first time we've all been back for a bit. Yeah. The gang, the band's you know, reunited for a reunion tour, which I hope lasts a real long time. <laughs> the one, our one week, <laughs> like rocked. No, uh, everyone was gone. It was awful. We were lost, but we made it back. We have maybe two whole weeks together before I am in a car an entire weekend and will not be able to come back again. I promise one day, one day we'll be normal. <laughs> Sound like you're being kidnapped. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, ask Dooku in a few days when he's drugged up and driving 28 hours in a car. Yeah, he might think Jesus. he's a little kidnapped. <laughs> that's a vibe. My sister had to drive her cat from... Massachusetts to Oregon. Literally one of the farthest drives in the United States. Holy yep. moly. Coast coast. And uh, that thing was drugged up for like a whole week. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> to the point where it was funny because like they, so they would like mix it with her treats, which she's like obsessed with. And by like oh, the yeah. last day, by the last day she saw the treat, she's like, nah, I ain't falling for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's kind of funny? Um, I got some happy pills from Dooku's vet because I tried to uh I tried to get him adjusted to the car in a normal way. Like I, I went on a couple I like try and stay like 30, 45 minute, you know, in the car with him and get him some treats like uh, like I would drive through Starbucks and try and get him a pup cup, so a little cup of whipped cream, which he loves. Mm-hmm. Would not take a bite. No. Uh, then I would go through McDonald's and get a chicken nugget Happy Meal. Would not eat a chicken nugget. I'm like, well, what do you want, dude? That's how bad <laughs> he is. I mean, He's so upset he will not eat a chicken nugget that is being presented to him. I'll eat and, a chicken uh, nugget. Yeah, I was yeah, like, I'll can we go? With you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you ride in the I'll car in the with me, <laughs> chicken nuggets. Twenty-eight hours worth of chicken nuggets. But the funny thing about the the yeah medicine that Dooku's vet gave to me, they're like dissolving tablets. So mm-hmm. he's like, <laughs> it looks like he's popping some sort of party drug because it dissolves on his tongue. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a nineties boy. Yeah, pretty much. He's going to be dropping acid in the back of my Camry. <laughs> this is like, Claire, where are the lewds? <laughs> All you hear is just like pumping techno. <laughs> he's got oh, those like, sober. He's got those glasses on with like the yellow smiley faces. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, what a life. Tie-dye t-shirt. <laughs> oh my God. Paul, yeah. What a great, I do, I love the idea of like, you think that these drugs were gonna, are going to hold down Dooku? <laughs> yeah, he's I've the dark seen live of the Sith. Yeah, yeah, not much does. Yeah, we'll see. Here's the thing, though, is my live streams, like the Jedi Fallen Order ones, I have sprayed over-the-counter cat calming spray all through my living room, and I've given him multiple, quote, 
I'll put that in air quotes. You can't see what I'm doing with my fingers, but calming treats. I've given him multiple calming treats before I would start those streams. And you've seen how much of a maniac he is. I'm like, nah, we need something <laughs> prescription level. Yep. He's he's quite the um little shit. He really <laughs> is. But that's why we love him. We're all little yeah. shits in our own way. He's one of us. Yeah, just like um, Mel Gibson. We'll forgive him. Oh. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that that's far. A, that's but... a leap, but, you know, I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> Making bold someone, moves, Charlie. Someone went there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's oh, Wow, thank you for comparing the most wonderful, magnificent cat in the world to Mel Gibson. Wow, okay, whatever, I'm over it. He's offended. Big Mad Max fan. (laughs) Great lethal weapon. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's a fan of the beaver. (laughs) Oh, in that case, you know, deserves (laughs) the nuggies. I'm I'm, I'm still up for that, though. Like, I'm willing to get drugged. Have some nuggets. <laughs> Just drug me in. Maybe, maybe me celebration. Nuggets. You know, maybe celebration 2022. We can make this happen, gang. Yep. I'll, I'll give you some cat, a cat meds and. The new Malort. Pills. Stick a pill oh, in a chicken nugget. Funny. Hand those out. <laughs> Just me refusing to go back to the airport because I want to stay in LA. <laughs> Amazing! Like people go to LA and they get like addicted to like coke or heroin, <laughs> and like part of this acting community. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm here for the I'm here for the cat drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the dissolvable just, cat drugs and the chicky nuggies. Come on, Claire, just, just give me some nine more nuggets. Just nine more nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, oh, cal- you need to calm down. With all of the dipping sauces, baby. Now that I can't that vibe. <laughs> there we go. Oh, <laughs> Just thinking about it now. <laughs> Good lord. Um. Anyway, what made us moist this week? Moisture. Drip drop. Um, you know, for me, a lot of it is stuff we're going to get a little more into in the episode. But I'll just say, I've been real moist by the absolute amazingness of our sequel trilogy heroes. Just living their living their best lives out here. John Boyega picking up awards. Kelly Marie Tran headlining a major Disney movie. Uh, Daisy Ridley on a publicity tour for Chaos Walking, which I mean, Chaos Walking will be Chaos Walking, but she's out there dropping fire, dropping looks, dropping fire every day so yeah i'm just i'm i'm really happy seeing them around come on nikki you gotta be you gotta be specific you're talking about the lover outfit right what's that like the darker the is it leather or is it just like black oh, clothing the, from from the graham norton show yes yeah yes dude man i'm telling you she's out there killing it i'm just saying she like looks if fine yeah F-O-I-N-E. i was like you know what? if she was evil it would have been fine by me it would have been fine. Do what she wants, like you I said, just, Nikki. Yeah, it's it's like an interesting thing, also, because like it's like chaos walking. Like they they start like they made that a while ago. 
Obviously, yeah. it had like a whole bunch of reshoots, but like when a while ago, we mean like after the Force Awakens, <laughs> like that's yeah. when they made that. Um, so I always think it's funny how like if they try to ask her like what it was like, she's like, I don't know, it was years ago. <laughs> so like, <laughs> instead, instead, people are like just asking random questions. And the other day, somebody asked her about like space colonization, and <laughs> and it was just like she's like, yeah, you know. I don't need that. I'm just like, man, can we just have a, like a podcast of somebody asking her random topics and just let her go? Because she's, oh. she's hilarious. Like, she, she's got all sorts to say. It's, it's, it's great. The whole press tour, like, have you seen what Tom Holland's been saying? <laughs> no, I haven't really seen what he's up to. He's pretty much saying, like, yeah, could be rubbish. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not really a big fan of my thing. He 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 actively said that he's not happy with his performance in Uncharted, which isn't even out yet. Thomas, <laughs> don't be saying things like that. <laughs> Coming That's from funny. somebody who had multiple sex dreams about Nathan Drake, you can't be dropping things like that. Come on. Okay, actually, now I got to ask you on this, Claire. Yes, please do. So, Tom Holland. Why do you? How do you feel about him as Nathan Drake? Because, like for me, it's like I still see him as a little boy, <laughs> and Nathan Drake is like yeah. man. So it's like, what do you? What do you think about that? So here's the thing: Tom Holland is younger than I am, um, and he looks younger. He, he looks younger than he actually is. He's 24 years old. I Googled it because I had to. He's know. only 24. He's 24. Well, he's 25 this year, though. 25 Dang. this year. Okay, either way, still younger than me. I'll be 27. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I always pictured Nathan Drake as, like, solid 29 to early 30s. Um, somebody who I was, like... You know, who was older and and had that almost hashtag daddy presence. And It's I'm more indie territory, right? Yeah. I was about to say, exactly. she's, she's marrying Ravenwood, isn't it? 100%. And I just don't think he's quite at um, mature. Well, yeah. <laughs> come on. Not mature. Um, in, in years, more mature, hot daddy status. Um, he needs a scruff on his face. Bad. He does, and he needs. Um, he doesn't have the build, not yeah. to say that he's not in great shape, but he doesn't have the almost dad bod level of buffness that both Indy and Nathan Drake have like shown me. Um, so yeah, I I think it's a weird weird casting when we have so many actors who could physically maybe look the part and act the part also he's got like kind of a high-pitched voice he doesn't have more of the more of you know it, it, uh, anyway long story short i think it's a weird choice but i am not completely opposed to the idea and i would like to give him a chance although apparently he doesn't give himself a chance so maybe i shouldn't <laughs> that's funny yeah i, I remember oh, like on the guy ways now <laughs> i remember nathan fillion being one of the names a lot of people would put out and now he's too old He's I mean, too he's old, but too old now, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Like him, yeah. Firefly era is absolutely Nathan Drake. Yeah. That would have been good. 
But yeah, it's interesting. Mm, chaos walking, I guess, or could also be interesting. I've just sent you a picture, Claire, of one of the recent GQ shoots where the interview came from. And I'm intrigued about your thoughts about no, based but here's on what the you thing, said. though. No, here's the thing, though. He's in good shape. I that's uh, that's what I said. Is I I never said he wasn't in good shape, but he doesn't scream, "Dad," you know. He screams "fit," but he doesn't scream like like buff dad. You know, I I expect a little broader shoulders, a little more beef to him. He's just sh- he's not a particularly tall guy, and he's not a particularly like he's not built like in like a Harrison Ford, you know. He just you know looks like he um, he looks like he just left the East High basketball team. Oh my God! Can he please? <laughs> okay, don't be disrespectful. <laughs> I would love to get my head in in that game. <laughs> okay, this is the actual quote. Um, so he says, "I had to play this very tough, very stoic guy, basically be Mark Wahlberg. My character is supposed to be a fucking action hero in this moment. Look." I haven't seen it, so I don't know if I succeeded in that. But it was an important lesson learned because at times it was less about Landermark and go through the scene and more about Landermark stand like this and see my bulging biceps. It was a mistake and is something I that I will probably never do again. <laughs> Whoa. But here's oh, interesting. But like here's the thing, I don't think that sorry, Star Wars fans who have not played Uncharted, um, but but I I don't think that Tom Holland I think that he has the comedy. I think that he has the comedic timing and the charisma for Nathan Drake. But he doesn't have, um, I, I, I don't know. It's just he has a more youthful presence. And also, I don't think, I think that if you try and have Tom Holland play Mark Wahlberg to be Nathan Drake, that doesn't make sense because Nathan Drake is not a Mark Wahlberg. Nathan Drake is more Star-Lord, <laughs> you know? He's more Chris Pratt than he is mark Wahlberg in my book mm-hmm. but maybe i maybe I, I don't know i don't know maybe it sounds like mark has been missed but i will give it a chance to see that hopefully it has not been missed one thing just about them like him and daisy for chaos walking is i i don't know if this is founded but i have the impression that if it came out on its like normal schedule, that Tom Holland would be top build, but now Daisy's top build. Mm. And mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. So, go Daisy. I also liked what she said there about um, there was an interview she did with who was the interview with? Oh, I feel really bad now, but um, she was talking about like who's more famous, and I mean, oh. it must have been the reshoots as well. But she was saying no, she went. I, I understand that I'm a Jedi, but he's Spider Man. Yeah, I think someone asked yeah. her about like, yeah, someone asked her about the like, um, how they both sort of navigated the the big franchise thing. I think right. Yeah, and, and he's, and she was, she's, yeah, she's like I was part of a team almost right, like with the trio yeah. and whatnot, and then <laughs> he's he is actual. Yeah, he Spider Man. Yeah. Like around the world, like the even more, I guess, pressure and stuff, which is yeah. interesting to see. Yeah, um, I think that's a really like interesting. I'm glad like people asked her about that because I think that's a really like interesting dynamic to to sort of see how the two of them work together, or like if they talked about that at all. I also really appreciate that she's becoming more um herself. Like she's allowed to be herself more, yeah. and then like 
a few years ago, people were like, oh my god, she swore. She swears a few times. Like, how? It's like, yeah, that's what we do over here. Yeah, get the fuck so, over it. I, I just love that. Did you watch that um, interview? Oh, maybe it was. It was Josh Horowitz. Um, for, for Comedy Central, they did that interview with her, and she did the dialogue. Have you seen this interview? Yeah, they're like fake Star Wars lines or something. <laughs> fake Star Wars lines. Yeah. And oh, then they that's had, funny. They had the Matilda segment where she was answering questions about Matilda, and she was surprised because they had Mara Wilson appear. Yeah. Which the genuine like joy in her face was so lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, a great Bless favorite her. film to have. Absolute respect. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it was uh it's it's a good time. It's a good time on the, the press circuit. And um I I know last week you guys talked about the uh the Ted Cruz element of it all. But uh um, yes, we did. She was also <laughs> she was also on uh Kimmel and that came up and she was like <laughs> she's like, Oh no, I at first, she's like, "Oh no, I've commented on American politics," and then, <laughs> then she's like, "And then I got like messages from JJ, which I love. She always says JJ, <laughs> and it always cracks <laughs> JJ. me up. <laughs> JJ, and uh, she got so she's like, and then I got messages from JJ. She got someone from like the PR team at Lucasfilm, like saying like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, Daisy." <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it's it's funny. Yeah, well, that's what that's, uh, that's... elongated. What made me moist? Yeah, yeah Claire. There what about you? Nikki's real moist. Um, well, I know I've already alluded to it like eight hundred times in the podcast because it's literally every ounce of my life right now as I'm moving. Um, so today was my last day of work uh, yes. before I move away, which was exciting and bittersweet, and and and. Uh, and anyway, so long story short, my coworkers threw me a going away party at work. They dressed up our break room. They had Star Wars streamers coming from the ceiling. They they put this giant like starscape canvas on the wall and tablecloth and they had this little light up death star lamp and they had sweet gifts. They like they gave me an emerald green, which if any of you know me, I'm obsessed with green. Uh, emerald green is my favorite color. It is also my birthstone. Oh, it's um, mine too. <laughs> hey, my babies. Um, but uh, yeah, so we had a so an emerald green sparkly like travel mug with salacious crumb, Ray and Jin Erso on it, which I'm like, Jeez. yes, ma'am. Y'all know what's up. <laughs> and, and that wasn't uh, custom made. They sell that in the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Just, it's just insane how they <laughs> put those three of them. <laughs> yeah, I know one of my coworkers like has an Etsy shop where she makes like these cute mugs and stuff like that. So she, she they made me a, a cup and got me cute little gifts. And they got present going away presents for Dooku, which was so sweet. Aww. They got him little birds, which he's obsessed with. And um, anyway, so long story short, uh, I had a lovely Star Wars themed uh, going away party, which was lovely, and yeah. Anyway, that was that was my moist moment. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. I'm cute. sure you love. Uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> like fun moving. <laughs> yeah, like it I was. Just, you know, 
<sighs> Let me Just see. Think, there's a there's a bright SoCal sun at the end of the tunnel. That's so true. And a beach 20 minutes away from my home. I am ready. Bring it on. No, I leave in, holy crap, less than two weeks. I hit the road. Ah! Okay. Kill me. Kill me now. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I, I don't want to. If you're asking nicely, I mean, it'd be rude to not. <laughs> Only if one of y'all protect Dukes for the rest of your days. Uh, depends how much. Wow. How many nu- hey, he likes chicken yeah, nuggets. Yeah, like he does like chicken nuggets. Yeah, easy <laughs> Sold. Get some for me. Get some for him. <laughs> I'll buy nine nugget meal and give him two. What made me this? Do you have a moment, Charlie? What made, I was gonna say what made me this week this moist. Um, it, one division <laughs> is the finale for one oh. division, and. Literally moist with tears. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was drained emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> Empty and dead inside. It was like everything I kind of wanted from a show in the Marvel universe in terms of like, there are other shows that I love with the M- like kind of M- MCU. It's still unknown <laughs> what the policeman is, but for the first Marvel Studios produced TV project, it's like, oh, this is everything I kind of wanted from this whole universe. So I was pretty happy about that. A lot of great details and stuff when you rewatch it. There's something I missed the first time, which I showed a few friends today, and our minds have been blown. Which is, and this is a fun fact for you people out there, if you haven't watched World Division yet, just skip like five minutes. But in the post credit scene when Wanda's flicking through the book, it goes for like when she's in the tea, it's playing Wanda's theme, like in a like a sad version. And then when it cuts the hair of the book, it plays the Doctor Strange theme. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a- <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> I wonder if there's a Doctor Strange movie coming. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good stuff. That's real good stuff. Also, I remember everyone like joking about the Dark Hold being like, it kind of looks like the Necro- Necronomicon. <laughs> and now we're going to have a whole film with Sam Raimi <laughs> directing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to be wild. Things are, things are looking super fun for Phase 4. I'm just happy. I'm just happy, you know. And sad. I'm sad that my yeah, I'm sad that my most anticipated Marvel, you know, Disney Plus project has come and gone. That's one thing that yeah. I'm sad about. Yeah. And I'm excited for the rest, but this was such an um well it starred like my two faves and then it was so weird and unique and I live for weird Star Wars and and now clearly I live for weird Marvel. I live for just weirdness. So, um Yeah. Yeah, I I, hope I feel like more weird. I, yeah, I feel like I would have, upon announcements, um, picked Falcon and Winter Soldier as like the one I was most looking forward to. But I also like kind of I kind of have a feeling like they won't. None of the things will be as good as one. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's so who knows? Good who, who knows? I don't know. Um, I think part of part of it is like I've kind of always liked Falcon. 
And so the, I think part of the magic of WandaVision was, was taking these characters I wasn't as attached to and, and making me like go like dive in for them. Um, so I wonder to what degree that will happen. Dude, I'm telling you, with the by episode five, you're going to be like, you'll be like risking your life to defend Sharon Carr. <laughs> That's why she was doing laundry. I will die. I will yep. die on this hill. I'm telling you though, like that's yep. what they're going to be doing. And I think that's so great is that they get the opportunity to sort of delve into these characters. The extra time is, it's just like, you can't, it's invaluable to these, these worlds, right? Like it's, it's so um, clever because for me, the concepts of, uh, the films themselves, the, the way the films had been done was really great to me because I had grown up reading comic books and you know that when you read an Avengers book, it has a different feeling and tone than perhaps a Captain America book. Like the tone of a Captain America book is mainly political, mainly um, action based. Whereas an Avengers book could be a bit more crazy, but still have that character and it still feels like the same character but has different focuses. The films do a really great job at doing that. And especially because they're interconnected, it's the first time we've really been able to see that in a big way. So when you went to go see The Winter Soldier and it was this big political film, and then you watch Age of Ultron, you didn't go into that guy thinking, this doesn't feel right. It felt right. Mm-hmm. And this is like even more of that. It, like WandaVision felt like a, a solo series, like a solo comic book series where it's like, Scarlet Witch and Vision, and you read the six, uh, sorry, the nine issues, yeah. and you have your story, and then it might lead into a, like a big event, and the big event might be, or like a, the Doctor Strange book, which is going to be coming up, the graphic novel of sorts, which is the multiverse of madness, um, and that's kind of what I love about this whole thing is that we get to have these like mini sort of arcs and solo books, and now we get to have. Sam and there was an interview with Anthony Mackie that came out this week, which just has me so excited about everything to do with what we're going to get from him and his character because we don't really, even though we've known Sam for a bit, we don't really know him in terms of like his family. And they actually um, did an interview with him and talked to like Kevin Feige. And uh, Kevin Feige was saying like suddenly what had been the classic passing of the torch from one hero to another became a potential to tell an entire story about that. What does it mean for somebody to step into those shoes? Not, But not just somebody, but a black man in the present day. And then they also said, like, Sam Wilson, as played by Mackie, is different from Four or, like, Black Panther because he's not from another planet or, another, or a king from another country. He's an African-American man. He's got experience in the military and doing grief counseling with soldiers who have PTSD. But where did he grow up? Who is his family? Mackie was excited to dig into this, uh, um, dig into this, um, and I think like some of the stuff was that we're going to see like his sister. I think will be a character in the show, which I think is really cool, and we get to see a bit more of him like behind the scenes. The same way that I know people joke about it, but I really do like the element of Hawkeye's family from Age of Ultron. Because mm. suddenly I was like, oh, I, I give a shit about this guy now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then of course that that coming home to roost and. <laughs> first five minutes of absolutely great like yeah uh, yeah that's that's the good stuff that's what it's about so yeah i'm i'm definitely i'm definitely looking forward to being 
bombarded by Marvel Studios <laughs> for the next few weeks. Because <laughs> uh, they they got a lot to give us. So they're gonna keep good. us. They're gonna keep us real good company as we wait for May the Fourth and for Bad Batch to come around. That's right. That's right. It's mm. true. Yeah. Is Bad Batch and like Loki gonna be running together? I don't know. How how many episodes is Bad Batch? That has not been confirmed. Okay. Nobody has has reported on how many episodes it's going to be. I don't so, expect it to be like mark. 22. We think 12. We think 12. Yeah, I mean, that, 8 to that's, 12. That's what uh, season 7 was, right? Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Season 7 was 12. Yeah. So something along that length, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't guess a like like a TV schedule of like 20 episodes. No, nor should yeah, it be, I think. Yeah. Um Okay, well, yeah. Maybe it'll run at the same time. For me, what's interesting is that I, I'm i a big fan of all this stuff, and it's great to get hyper-fixated on things, which is what I do. So for me right now, like my brain is in key Marvel mode. So mm-hmm. if anything, I think it's a good thing, because it helps me battle it. Like it. They have to grab my attention more. Not that I wouldn't be excited for Bad Batch anyway. But at the minute, I'm like, oh, I really want to see Loki, I really want to see... Uh, everything that's going to kind of come up. So when Bad Batch does arrive, if they really sell me on that first episode, I'll be like hyperfixate on that. <laughs> As opposed yeah. to well, I mean, yeah. also, also just like Marvel took twenty twenty off. Yeah, right. Like it's been a while. Yeah, you know, we kind of just had Mando. We, you know, Clone Wars one you know, last summer, basically. Um, so it's like it's it's kind of if it's like they really like earned that break and now they're like here to hit you back. So, so like, I definitely get being like more in that headspace. Oh my God. I forgot about the the whole, like we were supposed to have watched Eternals. Oh, so many things by now we were supposed to. And Dr. Strange uh, coming out this month. Yep. Yeah. It was supposed to be one division yeah. and then Dr. Strange within like the same month. Yeah, insane. And we have to wait a year. Crazy. A whole <laughs> Damn you, Corvid, for one million reasons, but this also being one of them. <laughs> Corvid. <laughs> Rush. Damn you, Corvid. Rush Corvid. Sounds like a <laughs> Rush Corvid. Oh man, sorry. Really terrible joke, but you know. Pat May, you've been with Rush Corvid again, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Padme the and super so- spreader. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Padme, can we talk about Natalie Portman? Like Jack Portman, <laughs> guns for <Have> days. Beat me up like, after school. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your lunch money? Um, <laughs> I just, I just love the idea of people like. Uh, I know if he's like, um, how, how is he in bed? I'm like, look, fucking Natalie Portman can beat the shit out of me. <laughs> I want to cower in her presence. <laughs> Honestly, same. I saw, I saw those pictures. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> what is this feeling? Also, uh, remember that time we had a Star Wars podcast and we're thirty minutes into it without talking about Star Wars? Oh, are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! In that case, well, news. 
Sorry, I'm running moist this week. No, it was a um, real moist week. Apparently, I don't, I don't mind. Bring it on. Speaking of, um, wait, hang on. So I was talking. I was getting really sexualized by Natalie Portman. Uh, something to do with balls. Speaking of balls, Golden Globes were this past week. <laughs> Oh my! And while the Mandalorian did receive n- nominations, including Best Televised, I can't talk today. Hang on, you're, bear you're with me. You're too busy fixating on Natalie Portman's goons. <laughs> Them goons. Who could? Who? who, who <laughs> just, mm. Let's start that again. The Golden Globes were this past week, and while the Mandalorian did receive nominations, including Best Television Series, it did not take home any globes. However. John Biega won Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Supporting Role for his performance in the Amazon Prime and BBC Anthology film series Small Acts. Yes! What a legend. What a king. Did you watch him do the Instagram Live? Yeah. No. I was just so happy. And I still haven't seen Small Acts. I haven't seen it yet either, but I'm going to soon. I'm excited. I'm so proud of him. Any every time I see him going out there doing super exciting stuff and excelling and being the best goddamn John Boyega he can be, it just makes me happy. And I'm I'm so excited for him and so proud of him. Good on you, John Boyega. Bless his heart. I mean, yeah, he was jumping around the living room like he you could tell how genuinely happy and like surprised he was by it. And so I'm he deserves everything that comes his way. And he has a golden globe with his Space Bro Oscar Isaac also has a Golden Globe. Ooh, Hell yeah. make them kiss. <laughs> <laughs> or the Globes. Yeah, the Globes. <laughs> or them, I don't care. It's fine, too. <laughs> also, shout out to Oscar, who's like still being a, a, a badass person on Facebook. He's like posting about the cages and stuff still, and being like, hey, don't be, hey, you know, government, get your shit together. Yeah. Yep. Bless his heart. Uh, speak, like you said, Nikki. Speaking of really uh, amazing sequel trilogy actors being amazing, Kelly Marie Tran was featured in the Hollywood Reporter promoting her new film on Disney Plus, Raya and the Last Dragon. She spoke again about her decision to leave social media and about the post TLJ hate she received. She said, "If someone doesn't understand me or my experience, it shouldn't be my place to have to internalize their misogyny or racism." Maybe they just don't have the imagination to understand that there are different types of people living in the world. What a queen. Mm-hmm. Queen. Long may she reign, both as a queen and as now a bona fide Disney princess. Hell yeah. Exactly. She's literally royalty. Literal royalty. Ugh. Like, you can't take that away. Like, once you're a Disney princess, boom. Do you guys see all the other, like, Actresses like inducting her essentially, and like yes, Ming-Na yes. <laughs> but the Ming Na Wen yeah. one in like in particular yes. was was beautiful because was so there was sweet. a cross. Like Ming Na Wen brought this up, but there was like a cross diversion of like both of them geeking out over each other, and how like she says like Kelly went from Star Wars to Disney to become a Disney princess, whereas Ming Na became a Disney princess who loved Star Wars and became a Star mm-hmm. Wars character. And then she had the rose figure. Oh, that's so Amazing. sweet. It's also, hell yeah, she has a rose figure. Come on. I think um, as well, you know what that means then? That just means that Kelly Marie Tran now needs to be in Marvel. 
Do, Absolutely. Do, like trifecta. Ming Na, she she's been there. Hey, it happened. Kelly, come on. Let's get her in there. Kelly Marie Tran is Mephisto. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh man. Amazing. It'd be amazing. I'm trying to think who Kelly could play in Marvel. She could play anyone. <laughs> I just uh <laughs> Thanks, no problem. I just want her Maybe to play everybody. Be- I just want to see a remaking of the Avengers with Kelly Marie Tran as every Avenger. Fantastic Four. She can be, she can be Sue Storm. Sue Storm, cool. KMT, yeah. I like that. I can get behind that. Yeah, that's exciting. And yeah, and just like awesome. to go on to her quote again, like it's it's insane what like she went through and it's just as insane how well she handled it. Like like she made yeah. she made all the she made the right call on like just about every level. And so it's uh I'm glad she like I don't know like what degree people like go through or like what rationalizations they go through when they have these like big things happen to them, but I'm glad she's like addressing them very guilt free. Like she's like she's like suck it. I did the, I did the right thing. Um, so <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm so so pleased for her. She's she's killing it. Yeah, and I'm proud of her too because she obviously she's a little jaded. You can't come out of that situation without a little chip on your shoulder, but she doesn't even really have that. Like she's still just a joy and she now um she's kind of learned not to give too much of herself away. And not to let the outside world, you know, she's she's decided to protect what is most important and reflect on what is most important, aka herself, you know, and being grounded in the people around her and the world she lives in and not to be mind, like, not to pay too much mind to what people like that think. And I think that that's, it shows an incredible amount of strength and maturity and for her to also go through that and not lose her shine, which I think this article like highlights a little bit, the Hollywood Reporter article that fe- that was uh, that came out this week. Um, it just kind of showed that despite all of the crap she had to trudge through, that she still genuinely cares for people in her life. And, and I think that she's a really, really beautiful human and – I'm thankful that she's still shining bright because that this situation could have very easily dimmed the flame, but it's still burning there. I'm proud of her. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's just, I think, obviously, visually, like where she is now, is a testament to that. And also, I love the idea that she doesn't have to like, even though she's protective of herself, she's also doesn't have to give up those parts of herself that she already had. So she still has like a boner account and still looks at stuff and no one's the wiser, which is great. Uh, The article also sang Kelly's praises from the point of view of her co-workers and employers on set. Ask the filmmakers and creators who have worked with Tran what she was like on their sets. And they all volunteer a specific version of the same anecdote. She would introduce herself to everyone on the crew, says the Lars Julius Johnson. She'd poke her head in departments and ask, what do you guys do in here? I'd turn around and she'd be helping sew in pork feathers. 
Stein Kellner says, you hear of divas and superstars, and there are also actors who just come in and do the work and are polite and courteous to below-the-line crew, but Kelly makes a point of really seeing people. To use a woo-woo LA word, honoring everybody. She'd ask in a really respectful way if you could just shadow and observe the other parts of the machine that normally an actor doesn't get involved with. Yep. I love her! I love that. <laughs> it's a genuine like personality. Best. Like it's It's great. I remember, I think, I don't it might have been the same article uh, where she she's like, yeah, yeah. Like, why wouldn't I hang out with the PAs? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If the yeah. PAs are cool, I'm gonna vibe with the PAs. Yeah. That's isn't that all there is to it? As yeah. every PA 100%. in Los Angeles is like <gasps> Kelly. <laughs> all right. Say hello. Get me on that set. Also, I don't know if you know, but uh, Claire, did you see what she was on this week as well? Kelly Marie Tran. Uh, she was on the Drew Barrymore show. <laughs> <laughs> she was, but she was on something better than that. She was. She talked to friend of the show and bona fide beautiful darling human Laura Syracuse of Nerdist. That's that's true as well. And I watched the interview. And it's so it's good, so and you can see good. her excitement. They are both freaking adorable, lovely <laughs> humans. I loved every second. It was just radiating sunshine from the screen. But I, I don't think I know what show you are getting at specifically. She was on Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, you kidding me? What? No. Oh, shut up. Oh, my God. She was God. on Comedy Bang Bang because she was on an episode of Comedy Bang Bang, the, the TV show. Well, no, she was on like years ago. Oh, I was gonna say, like, I, I have not seen that. But she was on. She was in. She was interviewed this week about the film. But Scott Aukerman put up a picture of when she was on the show, and it is such a joy. Oh my god, I can't. I'll see everyone. I send a picture to you now. Oh my god, my queen. That's how you know you've made it. You're on comedy, bang bang. At least in but my one of my heart. favorite moments. I'm going <laughs> to find the clip because it's really great. Bear with me one second. I wish y'all could see Dooku right now. <laughs> I can hear him. While you uh, look that up, I'll just quickly mention because I only just remembered this now. Uh, with Golden Globes. Being part of the conversation, another award show, the Saturn Awards, which um, are more like tailored towards sci-fi, uh, just released their nominations. And there's loads for The Rise of Skywalker, the acting, Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, Mandalorian, visual effects, blah, blah, blah. So like those all came out as well within the past week. So that's fun. Always fun to pick up a Saturn. That's awesome. Yay, Saturn Awards. Bear with me, I won't be too long. Charlie's just vigorously scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't even know. <laughs> I sent y'all a photo of the level of focus in the chat that's going on with Count Dooku right now. It's that killer instinct right there. <laughs> there are people walking their dogs. There are bunnies coming back out because it's 45 degrees. There are birds. Things are getting real interesting in the Chicago land. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's going to be an LA cat soon. Yeah, he's going to be bathing in the sun. Oh, man. Those cat naps in the sunshine are going to be top notch, man. Mm-hmm. 
He's going to have an agent. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be eating avocado, (laughs) salmon toast. (laughs) While while I continue to scroll, do you want to talk about how I think think this week, uh, Great British Bake Off? Yeah, March March 9th, right? Is, I think, the the air date of um, that episode. Yeah. How delightful. Miss Daisy. Apparently, uh, apparently she's very good. That's okay. You don't have to be a baker, Daisy Ridley, as long as you just be you. That's more than yep. enough. Okay, I found the clip. Oh, here so, we go. so Scott Orkham and this, because they're talking about when she, she went to visit London to obviously film The Last Jedi. Um, and you know, Scott Orkham is a big Star Wars fan, so he knows all the stuff. But um, he says, he asks her if she saw Big Ben and she got confused <laughs> and yeah should I yeah you until the final test in London which was like a few auditions later um, did you see Big Ben when you were there Big Ben oh you mean uh, yeah. Kylo Ren big, the, aka the big <laughs> clock oh Big Ben I thought you meant, thought you meant Ben Solo wow I am in a weird world yeah I did see Big Ben <laughs> I did see Big Ben. I did all the tours. That is not a bad. That is not a bad nickname for Kylo Ren. Big Ben. If everyone just like to make fun of him, started calling him Big Ben. He's like, stop calling me Big Ben. I'm Kylo Ren. Not a bad nickname. Um. um so you. So you. I love her so much. I love that her first is Big Ben is Kylo Ren. <laughs> so good. Oh, look at nickname. My queen. Um, I need to listen to the whole episode, but yeah, I saw that snippet. And I was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for this!" So lovely. Oh, so good. The Adventures of Rose. Yeah, Disney, awesome. let's make it happen. Oh, could you imagine? I would, please. At the very least, do like a little Lego Rose Tico series because she came back for the Lego, and she's so cute in it. Come on, let's do it. Yeah. Bring Rose back like, in every medium. Wonder Vision proves that you can focus on these characters that didn't get the limelight and make it magical. So make it happen. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, and finally, this week—well, kind of finally—news-wise, uh, uh, on Monday, Deadline scooped that Game of Thrones actress. Indira Varma has reportedly been cast in Disney Plus's upcoming show, Obi-Wan Kenobi. We don't know who she will be playing, and this has not been confirmed by either Disney or Varma's reps. So, she might not even be there. Rumor, rumor, but I'm pretty rumor. sure. You know. Yeah, I mean, Deadline's one of the, the industry trades that doesn't usually, the doesn't bad, usually the shoot bad boys. a shot without knowing. So, it's one of those things. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, deadline. Deadline's reputable. It's it's uh it's one of the the big ones. So who knows? It's it's exciting though. I mean, she's a great actress, so she'd belong in more any... sand snakes in the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just I just feel like you know if it's a British actor, they're most likely going to appear in the Star Wars project right. at some point. <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, I'm excited about this because I just want there to be really cool new characters. I know everyone's talking about Kenobi and how they want everyone to return. I would be totally down with Hayden being the only returning character. Yeah. I don't 
want to see anyone else. I want to see new characters. I want to see the struggle mm-hmm. of of Ben Kenobi having to hide out. I don't want him to be like, and then I had tea with <laughs> this fucker. I mean, I don't think that, I mean, I think there's a couple characters that would make a lot of sense to bring back and wouldn't just be like cameo from this other character. Like freaking Obes Kenobes is chilling in the desert, learning how to be a force ghost at this time. So Liam Neeson, at oh, least yeah, voiceover cameos. Like, yeah. I think there's a lot of cameos that I want that, but don't need that I think could make the show richer. But yeah, I don't want him going to randomly have tea with Hondo Onaka just for the fuck's sake of it. <laughs> like, okay, actually, now you've said that. <laughs> only, only if it's no. Galaxy's Edge animatronic Hondo Onaka. Yes. And not, not actually anyone playing him. <laughs> only if it's, a, only if it's a Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Oh my lord. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, I think the difference between that and like, like you said, Claire, with Qui-Gon... That's a story thing that makes sense because that's been set up. Like that for me counts. Yeah, I feel like that's less cameo. That's more what we know happened. And and I would argue that the live action Disney projects, I guess Disney Plus projects, which is only pretty much Mando. Um, I think that you mean Disney Plus. Yes, exactly. Snap into your microphones, people. Um, <laughs> I, I think that Mando did a really, really excellent job of making cameos incorporate well into the story. And what, you know, and I think that if they do cameos in Kenobi, I, I do genuinely feel that they will, fingers crossed. Um, Make sure that the story beats are there and justify bringing them back. Yeah, some people are like really uncharitable <laughs> to uh, what, yeah, like season two did, and I like I agree. I think it was, I think every single person was like pretty much an earned uh, addition. Like it, it wasn't just random Made article sense. on Wikipedia and put him in. Um, I don't disagree. I actually do agree with that, but. I feel like Mando, the way his character is, it makes more sense for him to bump into characters. Yeah, that's, that's the point, right? Oh like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's an earned, they're earned. Um, yeah, they're earned beats, and yeah, and I think that's that's like part of what is weird about Kenobi. Like we don't know what it's gonna earn yet. Like it's it's really hard to say. Apart from like the the Force Ghost stuff, right? Because we we have that knowledge. Um, so it's it's one of those things like I know people who are like I don't even want Darth Vader in it. And it's like, well, you don't you know, we don't know how that's going to go down. He's in it. Right? Like Yeah. It's it's so it's it's hard. It's one of those things where it's like you have to you know, either you can be skeptical, but I guess you can also try to have a little faith in what they're they're putting out there. Have faith in the Disney Plus crew? What? I think you overestimate their chances. <laughs> also, have faith. I would argue, have faith in the uh, in the story, and driving and emotional depth creating flashback. I will put my finger yeah. to my nose on that one. Well, it makes sense for me. Like we know that he was 
by himself for the most of the time. Yeah, you gotta be reflecting be like, on shit. If you're I mean, sitting in a desert right alone in a shack for ten years, come on now, you're gonna be doing some introspection at some point. I mean, that's the other thing. It's like, why bring back Hayden if you're just exactly. gonna leave him in the suit? Yeah. Like, exactly. why, why like specifically have him? You know, it's it just kind of lends itself to that. So it's cheaper, I know. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's it'd be interesting. And, and I guess one other note about. Indira Varma, I should point out. Just give me that South Asian representation. Yes, man. Absolutely. Give me more, give me more space Indians. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. Dan a space Indian in the Star Wars. Absolutely. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. She's an amazing actress. Uh, I know that you know her from Game of Thrones. I love her from Torchwood. That's where I first saw her. She's in Rome. Um, she's in Rome. She's, she like dies in everything. Yeah, she's she in. died in everything. Oh, so well, that doesn't cross that she. Well. Yeah, um, didn't fold um... either. <laughs> Wait, no, that doesn't work. You, you tried. That doesn't work. I tried. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> anyway, yeah. To, to finish, to wrap up, uh, it's the three-year anniversary of Rebels ending. Star Wars Rebels, the amazing. And best animated show for in the Star Wars universe. I think we all agree on that. Um, <laughs> for me, it's the best we got two out of three. animated two show for two thirds. Two yes. out of three. But I love Which it. But I love majority. it dearly. It's it's you know it's it's comparing have, um, like it's comparing like cookie dough to you know cookies and cream man like i'm i'm happy whatever you put in front of me but there's one i like slightly better than the other well meanwhile me and nikki are like we're like dooku we're like we don't want that cream <laughs> take it back uh, oh. <laughs> look at that oh. look at that that's complete oh <laughs> look off. at you coming back to the tangents in the beginning <laughs> full circle baby full circle <laughs> we, we, we're like pure fucking joseph campbell over here um <laughs> We've gone on our own hero's <laughs> journey. Truly, we are not the heroes of this journey, though. I don't know who is. <laughs> pills. <laughs> Dissolvable pills. <there. laughs> yes, That's really it. Self-medication. <laughs> the true hero <laughs> of this journey. Fucking hell. Oof. Never mind. Don't um, listen to us. But yeah, uh, Rebels Remembered. Have you got any highlights or memories? I know I want to start off by saying that. I, I wrote a thread about this, actually. Um, one of my distinct memories was at Star Wars Celebration 2016. It was the first time I got to meet Nikki in person. We chatted for about a year and a, a year and a half, I think, on the, online. Became friends on there. And even though we're in the same country, we never got to meet up until the celebration. We meet up, and it's like we've been best friends forever. Nikki got to go to the panel... For Rebels, when I went to swing out, I can't remember what I went to. It might have been the Mark Hamill mm-hmm. thing. I went outside. Everyone sort of like standing around, expecting like, oh, at any moment I'm gonna hit, like, get some idea of what season three is gonna be like. And then you just hear murmuring like, <laughs> and then people's phones going ding, 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 ding. Like, like everyone's like looking at their phones, like, oh my god, oh my god. I was looking at my phone, I was like, oh shit, like Fron's back. And then you see this escalator come out before these people who just left the panel, like shell shocked. And then you just see Nikki's face, like the biggest smile. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, 
My man. Yeah. It's and then we spent about the rest of the day sort of speaking about we just we just spent like a whole afternoon like sitting down eating food and talking about every minute detail. And I feel like that was the moment where we kind of like knew deep down the line we're gonna do a podcast together. The Genesis. It's funny that you describe that story in that way because as the only person of the three of us that did not get into the Mandalorian panel, I had a similar experience, but instead of happy, lucky, ding, 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 ding notifications on my phone, I was getting, somebody checking on Claire. Is she breathing? Somebody oh, make sure. Like, <laughs> Has Claire seen this? Screenshots of spit-roasted monkey lizard. Oh, like, man. I hate you. I hate that. Which is different to the... It's different to the usual videos you watch that have spit roasted monkey lizards in it, right? <laughs> That's an image. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> oh, I'll do my eye. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness, my goodness. Well, I know what this week's artwork's going to look like. There you go. Yeah. I, no, yeah. Uh, man. Oof. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's funny you mentioned that particular memory because that is that's just a standout moment just for, to in in fandom <laughs> just a standout like i remember i was in the uh the anim the anaheim celebration rebels for season two and that's when they did the the name's rex captain and everyone lost like oh my god people lost it yeah um but the next one for Thrawn, um, I just, I like, I just, it's, it's insane. Like, we waited in line for a few hours, so we were, we got like pretty good seats in the front. So there's a lot behind me that I didn't see. And when I try to visualize what it looked like um, as that was happening, like, I just imagine people rolling, like, in the in the aisles, like, just doing backflips. And, because uh, and, it was absolutely just, utter pandemonium when that happened there was still like a minute left of that trailer and you couldn't hear any of it because people were just losing it um so that was just an amazing amazing time i have so many like great uh rebels memories whether it's going to the panels watching the episodes um got to see the season three premiere and the season four premiere at celebration with a group of fans. So that was, that's always amazing getting to meet the cast members through signings and pictures and all the uh, good times there. And then, and then just the episodes themselves, you know, there's, there's some amazing stories um, that they do. I mean, we, we talk a lot about uh, trials with the dark saber as, you know, the character deep dive, of, and the um, just the the acting performances from Freddie Prince Jr. and Tia Sarkar and how they just carry that like insanely emotional last act of that episode, um, and then you know just the the insane like world world building of the uh, world between worlds and the temples and you know all that and it's just an, it's. And then also we have the the formation of the rebellion, the fate of Maul, like all these just huge things that you know this show did in four seasons. So it's it's a real special, and Rebels remembered a great a great time to uh, you know remember all that. 
I watched the uh, the series one finale again the other day, and I forgot how perfect and how like mind shattering that last moment was where uh, the Emperor has sent an alternative solution, and then all you hear is the ah! I like blew my gasket. I remember just like oh fuck, like how great this looks, and yeah, you have to like people forget like because it's interesting. I've been watching some reactors who have like watched Clone Wars completely and then gone on to watch rebels they didn't know the like the thing that we went through where we didn't know what happened to ahsoka and we didn't know what happened with stuff <laughs> and then you see vader for the first time and ahsoka at the same time you're like shit's going to go down <laughs> yeah yeah oh. still get chills twilight apprentice still delivers the chills it's twilight of the, of the apprentice me, yeah. is still one of my favorite Star Wars moments ever. Yeah. That and the end, I would say most of the episode I don't love, but the end of Twin Suns mm-hmm. is up there. And then the incredible, amazing, emotional depth to this air quote children's show from Jedi Knight and Doom. Unforgettable moments. Unfreaking like Rebels has some of the most iconic moments in all of Star Wars. Like arguably more so than many of the movies. Like Rebels dives into things that, you know, the animation is so freaking special. And and Dave has done such an incredible job with it that you know, I that's why I say it's it's cookie dough versus cookies and cream, man. <laughs> I got I got no qualms either way. And and it's it's you know, it's just technicalities that give one the advantage on my book. But no, Rebels is really special. Also, I want to mention that the season finale of Rebels, our breakdown of that was my first ever episode on the Imperial Senate podcast. So the end of the Rebels era was the beginning of the 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 modern age of Imperial Senate with <laughs> my life changing forever. Hashtag so. player remembered. Hashtag Claire remembered. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, to when things were better before Claire showed up and <laughs> made everything raunchy and gross. <laughs> F in chat. Oh man. Press F for respects. Oh man. Moment yeah. of silence. No, um, cleaner it's age. <laughs> it was crazy. Also that day, for some reason, I checked on Facebook. Like me and Nikki became friends on Facebook that day. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that was a weird one. I like. I just couldn't also, believe that we, one. Yeah, because we talked for like a year and a half. Yeah, it's it's weird, but you know, crazy, yeah. weird. What a moment! The fall. You gotta you gotta vet people, I guess, before you send the uh, <laughs> send the invite, the friend request. That's what it's about. That's how yeah, you true. know the vibes are are real. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I think that's all we've got time for this week. Um, do you want to plug our stuff? Who wants to go first? Go for it, Claire. Hey, Nick, Nick are you sure? Yeah, go for it. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just following the notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's like, are you sure? Uh, Please don't make Claire plug it first. <laughs> um. I will I will plug my other show. I'm over at Kessel Run Transmissions as well. Um, we are Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the YouTubes. Um, 
once I move, I will actually be able to make it all three shows. So my consistency is about to get way more accurate, people. It's very exciting. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, Castle Run Transmissions. And uh, pretty soon, hopefully, we'll have some Imperial Senate Twitch streams up and ready to go again. It's been a while. And by that, I mean it's it's been like a few weeks. So I miss, uh, yeah, miss we- that chat room. Y'all are fun. So we'll have to do that soon. We had a we had a we had a chat on Twitter the other day, and I feel like we we might have a squadrons meet up if we sort it out, put up, get our fingers out of our ass, which makes me really really sad because I'm the one with the capture card, and I promise you, I am the least gifted at the squadron. So <laughs> everybody in the chat is going to be screaming, "Why does she keep running into shit?" <laughs> So there is a spectator mode, right, for squadrons? Oh, thank God. There is. So thank you, God. So there's there's camera work that people can work in for, <laughs> for the actual thing. Oh, thank you. Please let me sit out. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Yeah, we'll do that. Nikki. Yeah, if you guys want to catch some more of what I'm working on, we've got One and Done Film Club on your Spotify and Apple Podcasts and yada yada, all there. All in the uh, the good places you find podcasts. It's a film commentary thing. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> we just we we debate a movie or we debate what movie in a franchise to watch, and we watch it. And uh, we just released our newest episode, which was the Chronicles of Narnia. So we watched one of those. The Chronic What Calls of Narnia? You know, I said that in the episode. I don't think anyone got it. Oh my god! What, what fools! You need you need some guest hosts on there to. You know, Slap them into shape. I got I got some blank stares. But anyway. Fools. True that. Double true. <laughs> <laughs> Step and, on it, sucker. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was our that was our episode. We that that was an interesting one in where we landed. So um check it out if you wish. We got our upcoming episode for um the mid season <laughs> mid season uh, episode is uh Something people are very into right now, which is Marvel. I mean, so we're doing Marvel Phase One on the next episode. So, ooh, that'll be out there. Tell you what, what a great time to release that episode as well, because we're deep in the. Well, I went with American there. Um, we're deep in the Ben Barnes horniness right now. Yeah, yeah, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This this was part part of the All arguments right. where we're definitely centered around him <laughs> on, on which uh, which things we should watch. So yeah, no, he's he's uh he plays very heavily in our deliberation. So yeah, that's at one the letter N done show on Twitter. Awesome. Uh, if you want more from me, you can check out my uh, Patreon and my Kofi links. If you want to help support me and my stupid writing. Uh, other than that. I've also been doing YouTube stuff. Uh, yeah, so check out my YouTube channel, which I will give a link out on my uh, link tree, which you can find on Twitter. I, I I want to change the name, but I need 10 more subscribers before I can do that. So um, quick tip, don't make a YouTube channel name when you're 15. And <laughs> Fact. we have a show right now, which is about to end this Sunday, which when this episode out, lately you've aired. But it's not too late to go back and watch and see our discussions. It's me and Ash from Rogue Podron. We have a show called Pondivision, where we talk about one division. And pretty soon, we're going to be coming up with a new way of revamping a few bits and 
hopefully expanding some of that stuff. And we will be back for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So if you want more like in-depth Marvel talk and Mephisto uh, mentionings, head over there. It's good stuff. Talking about bonus. Yay. (laughs) Keeping it on brand. (laughs) Across platform. (laughs) Right, that's all we've got time for this week. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Imperial Senate Podcast. If you would like to hear more from the Senators, please visit our website at imperialsenatepodcast.com. There you will find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email us at imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com. And please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thanks, and may the Force be with you. The Imperial Senate will no longer be of any concern to us. I have just received word that the Emperor has dissolved.